I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 236, Moana. There you go. At least you saved on the back end. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So so before I forget, because I tend to do that, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And returning uh, for for fittingly for for a Disney film is Jim Hill. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. So, uh, in case uh, anyone maybe skip the last one, because sometimes people duck in and out if they yep. haven't seen a movie yet, and they they sit sit on the back burner. They don't always listen to them. Understandable. In order. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so uh, let people know in case they didn't listen to the last episode uh, where you are from and your areas of expertise. Well, I I'm I guy's been writing about the Disney Company for dear Lord thirty plus years. That's so sad. Um, well, sounds like, pretty fun you know, to me. That animation, theme parks, the usual crud. Yes. So, so just also, oh, and, and I'm assuming they, you probably don't have that much to write about that. It's pretty slow, <laughs> slow time right now. No, it's <laughs> tiny little company, barely yeah. worth mentioning. Yeah. You know, just, so, just where did before you had your website, Jim Hill Media? Uh, where where did you write about it before the internet? Um, you know, it's, it's, there were these things called magazines and newspapers. You, you may be familiar with it. They were made out of trees. Interesting. Uh, mm, yeah, delicious just, trees. I, that's the thing. I was <laughs> a, a, a freelancer who, you know, an old-fashioned press guy who, uh, this was like 2008, 2009, something yeah. like that. My, my ex-wife had begun writing for the what eventually became Mouse Planet or thereabouts, and she called one day and, we need content. Can you write one article? And it's like, well, sure, one article. And I think the last time I looked, I've got five or 6,000 stories to the web, four or five of which are still worth reading. I think what everyone really wants to know is, back then, when you were writing for those newspapers and magazines, did you have the hat in it with the little placard that said press sticking out? <laughs> no, no, oh. no, no, they were mouse ears, ding dong. I mean, it was, it, it, I, I, I actually, you know, 
you know, I, I want the whole Bo Howard press, press, pull thing. <laughs> yeah. just, that was, you know, I, I, I kind of got on, you know, after the whole, you know, his girl Friday, you know, <laughs> yeah. thing began to fade. In fact, yeah. it's, well, it's listen, weird. Yeah, I have so many. <laughs> no, I have so many friends who worked in in you know the, the 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 traditional world of press, and you know I remember during that that weird transition moment where it's like when you were writing for the web, and it was like, and blogger was this hard word to come out of your mouth because it was you yeah. know, usually followed by Snickers from press friends, and yeah, uh, and and now so many of them are like, how do I get to do that? And it's like, <laughs> well, if you started ten or fifteen yeah. years ago, yeah, you, you can you can go to Angel yeah, Fire, yeah. yeah, and it's funny, yeah. there's still some um, outlets that struggle with that. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it's in fact it's it's been interesting interesting post-election to watch the New York Times sort of turning itself inside out, trying to, you know, please don't leave us, you know, that's, yeah, I guess they had thousands of subscribers who were just so upset that, you know, they had been told for months, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, and instead of like, okay, now you can worry about it, so. And Jim, did you know that recently you got a shout out from Paul Shear on his podcast? No. Yeah. Uh, wow. on, on the How Did This Get Made podcast, uh, he was doing one of mm. his mini episodes. It was the things that he's interested in, and he gave a shout out to your podcast and to you, and I thought that was pretty cool, because I'm like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> Look at that. Okay. You're a I big mean, deal. That, I guess that's that's the strangest part of this gig, is that to, 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 to hit fans, it's like, did I, did I ever tell you my Josh Gad story? or No, no? please do. Oh, okay. So we are... You know, I'm backstage at D23. This is, I think, 2009. And they do, again, D23 doesn't have a red carpet because their logo is blue. They have a blue carpet. And so they're doing the standard. It's the day of the Disney animation presentation. And so they're, they're marching each of the films that are in the works, you know, out on stage. And so you get these these moments with folks. So here comes the the team for Frozen. And, you know, so and everybody knows the drill. You get that like minute and a half of, you know, here's the same question you were asked dozens of times <laughs> and try to be spontaneous, you know. And so Josh, you know, comes up and, you know, they introduce this is Josh. He's going to be the voice of Olaf. And, you know, and this is Jim Hill. And, so you know, he for about 30 seconds and he tilts his head. He's like, Jim Hill, you know, Jim Hill of Jim Hill Media. And it's like. Yes, and so, <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. And it turns out he is this hardcore, I mean, truly hardcore Disney geek. And, you know, it, and so it just goes off the rails. He wants <laughs> now to talk about the Disney company. And his handler is trying to move him along. It's like, no, this is Jim Hill. I have to talk to Jim Hill. <laughs> and, you know, we have since talked. I mean, he's 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 such a sweet guy, but he shares all of these truly bizarre stories from his, his life, like, you know, for example, when, you know, when you make a Disney movie, they send you, you know, to keep you sort of happy, they send you the box of swag. And so he was talking about how the one day the box of swag shows up and his daughter reaches in and pulls out an Olaf and touches its foot and it starts talking. And she turns around and says, shut up, daddy. You know, I'm trying to hear what the doll is saying. That's pretty good. It hits the foot and kid, Daddy, shut up. And finally, Josh had to go like to the other end of the apartment and close the door. And, you know, finally, after about five or ten minutes, there's a knock at the door and he opens it. And there's this wide eyed little girl holding, you know, an old left to like, you have to explain to me what's going on here. 
this makes no sense. Where in 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 the meantime, you know, now jump ahead to he's working on Angry Birds and his his new daughter, who he refers to as a Velociraptor. I guess she's, you know, it, it, the scary child who can climb things and open any doors. No, and, that's that's not, I, know, I have one she, of those. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just talked about how. She had the laptop open, played the Angry Bird trailer. And he went, "Oh, Daddy!" and and that was it. You know, just you know, I, I get it immediately. Dad's a bird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's just it's it's a weird gig, and you know, I mean, that it, it's like for example, John Stamos kept inviting me to his house because he wanted to show. He bought the original Disneyland sign. Oh wow! Was like, wow. No, no, huh. you, you know, you stay on your side of the fence. I'm, I'm, I'm the yeah. dweeb who lives in the woods of New Hampshire. I, I don't want to go to see the sign in your barn. Back so. off, Stamos. Yeah. Stick to Greek yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> go screw up the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a second season of Fuller House to film. Yeah. Well, well, that's awesome. So uh, before we jump in the episode, let me uh, do some quick shameless plugs I didn't get to on the last episode. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, join our League of Show Sharers at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. You just go there, you pick the episode, preferably the most recent one, and you just click share, and ta-da, you are in the League of Show Sharers. <laughs> like ta-da, the, you've ruined movies for others. <laughs> yes, like like the following, Librarian Cynthia, Chris Sanders, Timmy Tuzunes, Griffin Fox-Smith, uh, Linnea Thunsell, Brett Schulte, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Chris James, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, Travis Tewitt, Jason Antris, Tom Comiskey, Alex Perozo, Jamie Walton, and Chris Sansochi. Now, I, I noticed, did Brent change his name back from Brenton to Brent? <laughs> no, I just got lazy and wrote Brent instead of Because <laughs> I, I saw him comment online, and it didn't say Brenton. For me, it said Brent. Oh, and I, the thing on the share said Brenton, so I, okay. I don't know. Maybe he just switches it back and forth depending on the crowd. He, 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 he <laughs> sometimes he's feeling fancy. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes he's, he's like, got, keep it casual. Sometimes he's got the monocle in the top hat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Mr. Peanut? That's yeah, right. and he goes, hum, 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 hum. Yeah. <laughs> And hum, 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 what would you say if I told you that we had a new iTunes review? I'd say you're a liar. I, you were wrong. Oh! We do. From Bob Gray, which oh. should scare you because that's the name of Pennywise from It. Oh, no. Oh. oh man. Don't read it. Yeah. Yeah, read I, it. I thought maybe he was from the Fifty Shades family. <laughs> uh, that would... <laughs> Be scarier. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Can so, I take the cloud? Yeah. <laughs> so he says, uh, I've been listening to these guys since episode six. If you enjoy a group of friends talking about your favorite movies, you will enjoy this podcast. Every member of the group brings a unique perspective, and because of the friendship, this okay. is All right, very well, yeah. suspect, Bob Gray, <laughs> and uh, and trust, they don't mind calling each other out when needed, Joe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I these, call everybody out. That's give, fine. <laughs> give these guys a chance and listen to an episode or two. Some of the best episodes uh, is are when they get derailed. These guys are hilarious, and the episodes feel <laughs> so like every it, episode. <laughs> yeah, feel like an overheard conversation rather than a stuffy formal podcast. Can't wait f- wait for the weekly episodes broadcasting from an undisclosed location, which has since been disclosed. Correct. Uh, bring yeah. on the chicken noises and the conversational off roading while having a good time. You will get great insight about new movies. So thank you, thank you so much, Pennywise, yeah. for not. Yeah. Killing our children. <laughs> Although, yeah. if you're going to kill our children, we have a preferred order. <laughs> can, can you at least? Can we at least email you the list? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. We don't want any of them to. Do, but yeah. I mean, but if it's if gotta it's gonna happen, happen, it's gonna happen anyway. Yeah. We we really have we have a flowchart now. Them, so. Now, if you're killing ex-wives, yeah. Oh, I'm, I go to the top of the list, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I think you do, Tom. Yeah. I think you get a pass. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, there's all our shameless plugs. We will now dive into the movie. Joe can yeah. tell us about Moana. I think I might be able to. Granted, I had I took my daughter and a friend of hers, so my concentration wasn't the greatest at this movie. I was constantly oh, no. being like, shh, stop, don't move, <laughs> shh, shh, use your inside voice. At a kid's show. At a kid's show. Hmm. Um, so initially, you know, they uh, since, when was when did they start doing, so Paper Man was like their first like little short that they did in front of, is that the first one? Yeah, the when short. When they started with, it Explaining was, the short. I didn't think it was bad. No, no, no. Oh, it's it's explaining a short to a four year old who thinks that the movie's finally oh, she, started. They, oh, yeah. So uh, it's like, my oh, my daughter's friend was. It. She goes, "Is it starting?" And I was like, "Yeah, no. not really." I loved the short. I, it was great. It was. I like, liked it too, but I had to explain to my and right. my wife. <laughs> I had to explain to two of them that I'm like, "It's not, not the, just a sec." They're both well, five, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> no. but no, it was like Inside Out, except for not for feelings, but for how your body works. But it just reminded the, me. Well, of it was it was it was yeah, your heart versus the brain. It was pretty much what it was. Yeah. Which was good. But it showed it everything. Good. The stomach and the yeah. lungs. Yeah. And it was, you the know. The bladder. The bladder. Yeah, that <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but so we've said before, Jim, correct me if, if we are wrong, because we usually are. But the the shorts have been like tests for the upcoming film. So you had the. Well, uh, I know for Pixar, it's usually like a technical. Right. Test. So we had the the little crab. Pipe. The, Piper. Piper. Piper was what we thought was like the the warm up to like work on the water and work on all this other stuff. Do we know what is in the pipeline that this may have been trying to work with as far as like visual mm. effects or is there anything that or was this just one of those original properties that they were just like, well, we can do a quick little short. Well, I mean, these days what what I honestly, you know, they they have sort of shifted from being I mean, I know they talked about with Paper Man. That was supposedly a way back into 2D. Yeah, I guess. Which, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, the the fact that Patrick Osborne has since left the company. In fact, he's over at Google Play now. Kind of speaks about you know maybe we're not back in the 2D business. You know, <laughs> um, there was supposedly early on some discussion with Ron and John about whether Moana should be in. There's 2D, definitely some like, 2D in it, though. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, but no, the, it, to be honest, these days, really, if you're looking at the shorts, they're kind of, you know, for lack of a better team, the, you know, uh, the farm league, you know, just sort of like this is somebody who has a good, solid idea who might, you know, move up in story or might be one of our directors. You know, the, the real problem right now is that you have a full roster of directors. And in fact, yeah. people are trying to sort of read the tea leaves as to whether or not. One of the reasons Disney has been done the full court press with Moana is, is this Ron and John's last film for ah. the studio? Hmm. So uh, they're responsible you know, for uh, Aladdin I'm, and uh, Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Yeah, well, you know, the, the interesting thing is whenever they the studio tells their bio, it's like, these are the guys who did Mermaid and Aladdin, and they kind of step over Hercules and Treasure Planet. <laughs> yeah. And... Which I, I, you know, I actually like both of those movies. Yeah, I do fact, too. You know, Tra- I, Hercules, I, I haven't seen Treasure Planet in years, but I do remember enjoying Hercules. They didn't do what was the uh, Atlantis, did they? No, no, that was um, the same gentleman who did Beauty and the Beast and okay. uh, Hunchback. Gotcha. Gary, and, you yeah, mean that, Gary Truesdale, yeah. like Kirk Wise? I wonder why I know that. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that directing team actually broke up after Treasure Planet. Okay. You know, just, or excuse me, after Atlantis, The Lost Empire, I think that. And that was a shame because, you know, they did good work together. But no, Ron and John have been together uh, for as far back as The Great Mouse Detective. That's a good one, too. Um, I like that one. In fact, yeah. they. They were the lifeboat. I mean, you know, that, that, you know, everybody at the studio was working on the Black Cauldron, which, you know, I mean, you talk to anybody who was actually working on that film. It's like, you know, it was like you had to go in every day and work on the Hindenburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, which is funny because that's that's now what one of aside from Song of the South or Three Caballeros, one of the mm-hmm. the the, the, the few unreleased, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, widely you know, released they, on they video. actually they let it out and again you know just notice the term is not released they let right. it out uh you know sort of like a fart um <laughs> it just, it, it just you know i mean the thing of uh, the black cauldron is you know this is the movie that was in works when you know eisner and wells and katzenberg came through the door and yes. this was the movie with jeff jeffrey you know the famous stories of you know, this is Jeffrey's first dealing with um, with animation, and you know he he watched it and wanted to start working on recutting the movie, and said, "Okay, so all right, let's go into the booth and bring me the outtakes." And it just it's like it, it's animation. Oh man! You know there there are no outtakes. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, there's all these stories about how. You know, he cut four minutes out of that movie, and you know, it, supposedly it was all the good, scary stuff. The the oh. the reason that they actually made this movie. Yeah, and, and Tim Tim Burton worked yeah, on that, right? Yeah, yeah in Burton. fact, you know, Tim Burton. You know, <laughs> in fact, you know, Andreas Dasha uh, tells this great story about how he and Tim were sharing a room, and they were actually working on the monsters and the ghouls for this thing. And, you know, so the, the, you know, management would come in and look at what Andreas was working on and then look at Tim's and sort of like, you know, we kind of want to go with more in the Andreas direction. You have the cute, cuddly mm-hmm. as opposed to the giant hand that's got claws that's only a hand. You know, um, <laughs> they're like, look, Hot you know. Topic doesn't exist yet. Dial it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it exactly. And And so meanwhile, here's Ron and John who are. You know, they know they can see from the outside this thing is going to crash and burn, and it could potentially take this you know animation down. And so, could we be working on you know a different project? So uh, we're having some technical difficulties with uh, with Jim and his Skype connection. So we're hoping to get that fixed throughout the episode. So until then, we're just going to go ahead and dig into the movie, and Joe will start with the synopsis. Yeah. So this is it's interesting. This is I feel like this might be Disney's first. Uh, princess, quote unquote, princess movie with no love interest. There's no, well, uh, well, she's a queen, but yeah, but but Elsa, I mean, like Elsa. The, yeah, but yeah. there was there was a love interest. No, but, I know, but, I know, what but you're they saying. chose yeah to not to go be in a relationship. And Moana right. would point out that she was not a princess. Yeah. She's well, she will yes, but, she will say that she's but, not a princess. But Dwayne Johnson but will I've, say that you have. <laughs> That you you wear a dress and you have a cute. That was cute. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that line. There's a definitely lot. a meta line where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, yes, you're a princess. But I thought that was very interesting. I th- I think yeah. that's a you know that's a very interesting little move. And she played true to age, which I she was. Did, like, did they say how fourteen? Uh, okay, all right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there's no like, there's not even like a friend or anything like it's her and it's her movie. <laughs> it's dumb chicken. Just, yeah, <sighs> that dumb Gosh. chicken. This might be the first one of these that doesn't have that. I was thinking brave, but I think that's technically Pixar. That's, that's, that's not, yeah. Disney, that's not yeah. Disney animation. Yeah. But but again, you have to understand these days the 
the Disney Story Trust consults the Pixar Story Trust and vice versa. Sure, so, sure yeah. I just know. thought that's a very um, interesting move. Like, yeah. I, I think that's that's pretty cool. You know, like I don't, yeah. you don't, she doesn't have to have a guy around to, yeah, yeah, push her any further. You know, push her to be a hero or push her to be more of a character of a character yeah. she's doing it all on and her she own. kicks ass for lack of a Absolutely. better term and the, the, wo- the girl that does the voice so good fantastic yeah she was, like she was yeah. great like the, the her inflections on jokes her first and, movie yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the other thing i will say before we get into it is the animation spectacular oh my like, it is untouchable I, I think disney has surpassed pixar on this one uh i don't know if you can really say the that though because it's the same no they're two they, different companies i mean they are, no, they, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Completely okay. two they different are. animation. Okay. They yeah. operate separately. Yeah. So. yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like, with that beautiful. water and that sand well, and her hair, even, even like you said, like, the, yeah. the, the way her hair looks and the way his hair Which, looks. Which, like, Merida had, but this was more realistic, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I think I just looking at it, because remember, you know, Pixar was the bomb, you know? And yeah. before it was Disney, and then, yeah. you know, they merged, but still, like, Pixar has been on top. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, we've talked about this. We've talked about all this stuff, like, starting with what Tangled, we thought it really started. Yeah. Well, I think I think the, the the jump was Princess and the Frog. Like that's the that was the bridge. The, uh, sort of, yeah. And then we got Transition. to Tangled, but as far as then like it was Frozen. Great movies: Tangled, Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph, Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Now, but you know, kind of the irony here is that uh, really the reason Moana is as good as it is is that uh, Princess and the Frog really got blindsided. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you. You know, remember the stories about how, you know, Disney announces this thing in March of 2007 that they actually had deliberately had their annual meeting in New Orleans, you know, to because, you know, just that town had just been devastated but by Katrina. And it's like, hey, we're coming to town. We're showing our support. And so here's Ron and John on stage with, with John Lasseter, no right. less, talking about Disney's getting back and making a princess movie. And here's Ron and John. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, you know, that was... Uh, you know, you know that was when Tiana was called Matty, and that was when she was going to be, you know, the the maid for Charlotte ah. LaBeouf. They, they, you know, the the, you know, yeah. the, you know, the character wound up just being a friend in the film, and they weren't five minutes after that when the web kind of exploded, <laughs> and it's like it turns Oops. out Matty was a slave name, and the fact there were a lot of people within the African American community who were upset because it was really close to Mammy. Oh, uh, and the fact that wow. why did she you know yeah. you know it's like how come the first African American princess is a maid you know and and Disney's yeah, like you know Cinderella you, doesn't you, exactly you have the most prestigious backstory <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and, and it more to the point where was all this outrage when Cinderella was being forced to be a chambermaid by right. her own stepmother right. and it's just sort of um, anyway long story short. Um, that film got mortally wounded. A lot of the fun went out of the movie because suddenly, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, they changed her name from Maddie to Tiana, and uh-huh. suddenly she had to be a role model. And you know, Ron and John coming out of that project uh, were like, "Well, this is never happening again." You know, we're not going to make a movie and wind up, you know, when we finally announce it, getting blindsided and have to make all these changes. So right. that's actually yeah. why they put five years of research <clears throat> into Moana. In fact, that for the first three or four years of this thing, it was there wasn't even a Moana really in the movie. It right. was the story of Maui. Yeah. Oh, I um, see. OK. And, yeah. And even it, then it was just sort of like, you know, the whole notion of if you make it just about 
Maui, it's sort of like just making Aladdin only from the point of view of the genie. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so they kind of backed into creating the character of Moana. Um, and even then, um, they had trouble themselves, you know, getting their arms all the way around this movie. Um, yeah, there was a little fact, bit of backlash about a costume, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, that was at uh, Halloween. It yeah. was the, the boys' costume, yeah, the Maui right. costume. Well, that, for me, what's more intriguing is if you actually watch the credits for this movie, it's directed by Ron and John, and the very next title card is co-directed by Chris Williams and Don Hall. That's the team that did... Uh, Big Hero Six. I can and, see that for sure. Yeah, um, but they were they were brought in to you know because again the, the thing is this is Ron and John's first full you know full size CG project. And I remember I got to talk with them um, at the Long Lead Press event back in July or August, and they were talking about how you know in the CG process you know you showed this footage really really out, and it's sort of like okay. So what am I looking at here? I see circles, I see triangles, I see wires. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, the, the circle is Maui, and the triangle is Moana, and the <laughs> wire is water. But we're asking about the shading and the background. Does that work for you? And it just, you know, um, I, you know, that there was a lot to take in. So Don and, and, and Chris, who, you know, obviously more experienced hands on the CG world, were, were kind of brought in to, to help, you know, get a lot of this stuff through in fact um chris is actually responsible for i think one of my favorite scenes out of the movie the the the, the, the uh when baby moana meets the water oh yeah. what a great scene amazing yeah, yeah. That, so the just visually breathtaking and also the story i just uh i really loved this movie it was I, a lot of fun there was a lot of my both both the the kids that i took were just enamored with it the entire time mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. usually my daughter is full of energy and she's constantly mm-hmm. like bouncing around from seat to seat this one she stayed still the night like, well as still as a five-year-old can stay mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. she was entranced by the film she mm-hmm. loved you know um she really got a kick out of the chicken mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like the chicken constantly getting into some form of trouble she enjoyed that a lot. just being a dumb being chicken, a dumb chicken. Um, but, but here, here's the thing all right when that for 90 percent of the time this movie's being made hey hey was actually, you know, like the pet of the chief of the tribe. Right. Okay. And he was this incredibly smart, very sharp creature. And in fact, that that's it was when Moana was leaving, he deliberately put the chicken on the boat to keep an eye on her. You know that that you know the the whole notion of protect my daughter. And so, but the thing is, he was so mean, so nasty that they they kept doing test screenings of it. And nobody liked Hey Hey. And so finally, there was this one week during production where it was like, you know, that that that, that, in fact, Don Hall was out sick and Lassiter kind of sent down the order to the effect of we need to figure out if Hey, Hey is still saying in the movie, there's that people don't like the character. There's, you know, going to just maybe we need to cut him. And so all these writers were sitting around a table trying to figure out how to fix the character. And And they had just went and saw Finding Dory. And they saw, just, uh, and they saw just, Gerald. Just make him stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, just let's go the other direction. Yeah. And suddenly, this whole new opportunity opened up. But even then, Lasseter was like, "Look, it's a funny idea, and it's it changed the movie." But he has no role in the film. And yeah, it was, it's completely. 
Mm-hmm. Only when they made him swallow the heart of the ocean, where, I mean, literally, Lassiter stands up in the test screening where they show, hey, hey, swallowing the rock, and it's like, the rooster lives! And, yeah. you, know, that's, yeah. you know, the irony is that they celebrated that night by buying, you know, that the character was still in the movie by buying the entire story crew. They catered a chicken dinner to them. <laughs> that's good. So, yeah, so we're, we were introduced to this entire uh, tribe of people, and mm-hmm. Moana and uh, is her grandmother is telling the story of Maui, how Maui stole the heart of the ocean. Um, and they kind of make Maui out to be the villain. It's not the heart of the ocean. Or heart of the, that's from Titanic. That's what, yeah. what a, just the heart of the, I guess the, from this Island. Yeah. yeah. The, the mother Island, the mother yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they kind of make Maui out to be the villain. We're like, because he did this, because he was so uh, greedy and wanted this, because this, this heart in the story uh, gives life. Uh, so if you have the heart, you can create life wherever. So you're under the assumption that Maui has stolen the heart just for the power of it. Um, and as this all this is happening, like the the darkness, if you will, has started to like take over all of these different islands. Um, and it's kind of started to creep into Moana's island where the coconuts have gone rotten or right. um, the, all the fish have left. So Maui, who's now a 14 year old and is realizing that this is going to be her Moana, Moana, sorry, uh, is going to take over. Like this is going to be her, her Island at some point. So Mm -hmm. she has to do something. Uh, and, and meanwhile, she, they're all landlocked. So yeah. they tr- well, the, they choose to be landlocked. She, yeah, she keeps right, wanting yeah. to go beyond the reef. The reef, and her father is just like absolutely not. This is right. starting to sound a lot more like the yeah. Little Mermaid <laughs> <laughs> or Aladdin or yeah. you know, Lion King. You can see yeah. a lot of influences. Whatever the light well, touches. Well, yeah. At first, whenever he's like introducing uh, yeah. the the stack of rocks and right, stuff, yeah, I'm right, like, right. Thank you, Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. You see a lot all of, of this could be yours. Yeah. Yeah. So they. She says, like, let's just go beyond the reef. Yeah. And there's got to be fish out there. And her dad is... Uh, she shuts that no. yeah, he, like, And the dad is a difficult character. Like, in my opinion, like, sometimes he's really warm and yeah. he loves her. And other times, like, he is... I don't really know. Well, if he's stubborn is the well, thing. He's, he's, he's a stubborn. Dad. He's also he's looking out for his daughter and, for and the tribe. And but let's give let's give this movie a shout out for not killing off the parents. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. they're alive can the we, entire time. Like, yes, they do kill the grandmother, but it's because she's old. <laughs> she's old. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. okay. As a it's, parent, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. right. She I the grandmother's fantastic when she's of the of the crazy lady I'm, of the island. Yeah, nobody pays attention to me unless you want to. So Moana, real like her grandmother passes away. She's grown up to 14 her grandmother passes away and she tells her she's like you have to go like you have to yeah. get out there the, the ocean has chosen you to get to maui get the heart and put it back and save everybody so her grandmother passes away and she she at this point she has found that her people uh used to be instead of being landlocked they used to be travelers they used to be pioneers that's how they found the island that's how they found yeah. the island yeah. correct so she finds like this hidden cave that has all of these boats and ships mm-hmm. so it's a cave of wonders a so cave to speak. of wonders if As you a wondrous <laughs> cave <laughs> uh so she takes her own uh sailboat and takes off and she begins to look for maui and this is where we kind of get the we've got the chicken who's on the on the the boat with her but then you've also got like in the beginning, you she saves this little turtle uh, from getting eaten by pelicans to mm-hmm. get to the water, and th- it's at this point that the ocean chooses her to be yeah. the one that can go. So it's like the ocean is constantly moving out of her way. Well, yeah, well, the ocean tried to give her the the heart. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was awesome. So yeah. close. It, yeah. It's- 
Actually, just to back up here, that that, that scene you're describing, the, the the you know baby Moana interacting with the ocean, that actually up until six months ago wasn't in the movie. Oh wow! Well, they it they was, made the right call it putting a, it into the movie. Well, but the thing is, it, it was they were trying to figure out how to do water as a character. And mm. and Chris Williams, uh, and they they literally handed him this test. Said, "What can you do with? Can you do a scene where, you know, uh, you know she meets the ocean?" And and it was supposed to be all about can water be a character? Can water actually interact? And it turns out Chris has a two year old daughter that he had just taken to the beach in San Diego, and he's like, "Oh, geez, I know how to do this." And just just sort of it all comes flowing out of him, and they. They show it to everybody, and, and there isn't a person who w- doesn't watch the scene who doesn't burst into tears because it's so magical and it's so For fun. Sure. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and but it was never in the movie. And wow. in fact, they kept showing it to people, <laughs> and it was kind of like you know, if you remember uh, when you saw the the uh, the very first trailer for The Lion King, where it was the whole Circle of Life song. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, is the whole movie like that? And the people who were making the movie were like, yes, yes, it is. Oh, it is I'll now. be right back. You know, and, and that was the thing. It was like, well, how do we find a way to make this into – put this into the movie? And it was only the bit with the turtle, uh, you know – you know, they finally figured out, all right, if we do the, the, the turtle thing that gets her down to the edge of the water and now she can be interacting with the, the ocean and the whole heart of the, the ocean selecting her and handing her the heart thing, I, you know, that was, you know, when they turned to Chris and we have to figure out how to put this movie because people love it. And they came up with that those two pieces that connected it in, and it finally clicked into place. But this is only six months prior to the release of the movie. That's wow, crazy. That's incredible. That's can, awesome, though. So they can get but it done that fast. It's amazing how short the window has gotten for they can throw things in. Before it was like two years out, we decided <laughs> oh, no. to completely <laughs> no, scrap it. Yeah. yeah. And, we had to do well, reshoots. The, thing, the difference between hand-drawn and CG is that – you know, um, get a, you do you can be working on things right up until the. I mean, for example, that's the thing of putting hay here on the boat. For the longest time, it was the cute little pig character. In fact, I uh, thought to be that's honest, surprising. Yeah, I thought from the initial but they dropped him. It's that like, they dropped that yeah. character completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's just, it, but the interesting thing is, if you look at uh, at the early concept art, if you look at the early, you know, sort of he's on the raft the, with him. him. On he's the, on yeah. the raft. He's there. And, and in fact, from a consumer products point of view, it's like, are you kidding me? We <laughs> yeah. have container ships filled of that pig. Yeah. I did. I did like that scene where she eats a piece of pork, and yeah. she was like, "Oh man, well, that was so good." And the pig's like, go. "Hey, hey, hey!" And she's like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry." So yeah. I, All right, so I, anyway, she's on the boat. She makes it to Maui. Yeah, she so. gets to Maui, and again, you know, I think it's also a testament to the rocks acting ability is because he you know he's charismatic on screen and even his voice he, does, yeah, does the yeah. same he, thing it's like it's that the, guy is and so i will say you know usually these animation models tend to kind of resemble the actors themselves i mean this one obviously the rock they they've made him bigger physically but like even in his face like he still resembles the rock yeah you know like he he drops the the people's eyebrow and you can see it like you can see he looks just like the rock yeah they well yeah they definitely use some uh facial character traits Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and this is another go ahead just uh, you know the but you have to understand he didn't come into the process um i want to say they were that i was talking with eric goldberg about this he said it was maybe the second screening. I mean, typically what they do is, you know, 
every three or four months they take the film as is and show it to the story trust at Disney and show it to the story trust at Pixar. And, and that's when they start picking it apart and what can be fixed and that sort of thing. And to hear Eck tell the story, it was only the second screening when they said, uh, you know, the, the, the Osnet, the, 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 the producer of the film said, and I think we got Dwayne Johnson for the voice uh, of this. And did they have a voice is, before him? Like, was there was an it idea just a scratch the, track? Or was it just, yeah, yeah. Just, just a scratch track at this okay. point. And what was funny is that Hiram Osmond, who, by the way, is Johnny uh, Donny Osmond's nephew. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, just <laughs> one of the, you know these weird things that come up in, in conversation with these guys. But he immediately turned around and said, if we have Dwayne Johnson, he went to the guys who were building the rigs for these animation things. And he's like... I need a lot of eyebrow control yeah. and I need dimple control. <laughs> yeah, they, for they, sure. Yep, big time. Yeah, they, they, they literally went back in and, did, and loaded that in. And, and, and this pack was control. <laughs> yeah, pack, pack and yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then um, this was another um, one of those points of contention for for some people. There's a little bit of backlash from the community saying that they made they made the characters some of them bigger, and I guess the people were offended. Some people were offended, some weren't, but that's another... Of, of that they, of that they made physical. Maui fat. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and right. I think if you watch, if you look at stills from the movie, Maui looks fat, but in context... He's, he's, he's uh, bulky. He's, he's bulky, yeah, he's and, like, he, and he's very strong, but... Well, it's, it's also... I, it's, it's weird. So The Rock is African-American and Samoan. Like, that's his heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at his early body type in, when he was wrestling... He did not look. He, he, he was not cut. He was not lo- what he looks like now. Right. He little, actually resembled more of what Maui probably looked. Yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, he was back built. when he played football and back when he wrestled with hair. He I, was soft. No, I would say know? up until he left for Hollywood, he had a different body type. When yes. he went to Hollywood, is when he got yeah. cut and ripped. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Though yeah. back when he had hair, though, yeah, as oh, a wrestler, yeah. that, that's yeah. when he was soft. He, yeah. you know, he was muscular, but he was soft. Now he, he has big. I wouldn't, pack I wouldn't call him he was soft. Big, <laughs> not to his face. Well, yeah. Not to his face. He wasn't. You know what's, defined. what's funny yeah. is it is from Disney PR point of view. I mean, you know, when that story broke in June, July, or thereabouts, they tried to figure out: should we answer this, or should we just let the web sort of blow itself out and move on to the next controversy? But mm-hmm. You know, from Disney's point of view, it was like the character pulls islands up out of the bottom of right, the ocean. Right. And he lassoes the sun to slow it down. <clears throat> right. He should be big, beefy, and strong. Right. Exactly. And, and it's it's actually Dwayne who pretty much silenced, you know, the critics because it's sort of like, you know, when people ask him about it and it's like, well, that's what my grandfather looked that's like. Exa- so the when I saw the model of uh, Moana's dad. That is, a, mm-hmm. he looks like High Chief Peter Maivia, who was the who was the Rock's grandfather. He looks identical, same tattoos. Like the, I mm-hmm. have a feeling he was heavily influenced by that character because it's like he has the same um, Pacific Islander tattoos up and down the ribs and like on the back. It was the exact same model. Yeah. Well, I think the problem mm-hmm. you run into with with different ethnic groups is whenever they're not represented with any degree of regularity in film when there's a movie that it made that features that community heavily then everything feels 
Like it's doubly weighted So everything right. becomes a symbol Or this will be what everyone looks at right. As a representation of our community So so every the, the stakes are so much higher Where you know when I when you know when you we see a movie and the villain's a white guy, we're like, whatever. Like we, we don't even process that. <laughs> yeah, of just course, like he's a white guy. <laughs> just like when we see a movie and the villain and the good guy's a white guy, whatever. Like right. where, but if 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 you're in a, the Polynesian community, right. And you don't get a lot of that, so it it becomes more important because I've seen other people complaining that that. This does. This is a hodgepodge of Polynesian cultures. I can see that. Like for it's sure. not like one specific, not specific one. one. But yeah. if they pick a specific one, then the other fifty islands that right. are out there are going to be like, "What about well, us?" And and that's <laughs> Disney's way of answering this. And and again, coming out of the the Tiana experience, where, where Ron and John felt blindsided, they actually went <clears throat> to Fiji. They went to you know they 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 made I want to say three or four separate trips out there, and they built what they called was the Story Trust. And I mean, this is a group of anthropologists, storytellers. You know, I mean, they 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 made sure that whenever um, you know, if anybody brought up an issue, it's like, well, let me hand you off to our linguist. Let me hand All you right. off to our guy who taught us, you know, the navigation. You know, and it's just sort of like, so anytime any issue like this comes up, they this particular on this particular film, they have a guy. They can bring up so they they but it just the weird for me is that they allowed this group to actually consult on the story. Um, in in fact, um, the original design for Maui, you know, particularly when they had Dwayne, they're like, oh well, we want to you know ape his look as much as possible. So, you know, they had this bald version of Maui. You know, because, you know, Dwayne keeps his hair, you know, cut so short. And the story trust people actually hammered on them because it was like, no, in Polynesian cultural, your power comes from your hair. You know, it's kind of a Samson thing. Mm-hmm. And so they suddenly had to go back in and give him a full head of hair. So um, it is luscious. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And keep it silky. And they keep it silky. And that's the thing but is I, you you when it's not your culture you don't know where the landmines are right no you know? that's right, exactly sure. so they but but you know in, in this one situation it was just one of these things where it's like okay so here's this group of people and now it just it made it weirder because it like every story change they had they then had to run it through the oceanic story trust gauntlet and, you know, when if if one anthropologist said, well, no, the boat wouldn't look like that or, well, no, you know, he his necklace wouldn't look like that. It's like you got to, you know, it, it really is pottery bond country. You suddenly have all of these other people weighing in on your movie. So it's that's kind of a testament that it is as entertaining as it is that yeah. it had to had pass through many that many dry academic hands to get there. Hmm. And I will also say from the hodgepodge aspect of like it's not one specific culture in you know in that area it's it's uh, you know kind of all tossed into a pot so to speak. They No, absolutely. It's, it's exactly what they did with Frozen. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. Yeah. Frozen yep, isn't yep. isn't really Norway or no. Denmark or whatever. <clears throat> it's it's this right. whole Kind of like it's a little bit from here, it's a little bit from there, and I, I kind of felt like that's their end run around getting pegged on. Right. Well, but that's not what this country does or this culture does. Well, yeah, but because it's none of them. Yeah, we just right. we just put some stuff together. Right. You know, we took mm-hmm. influence from there. So yeah, she's on the boat and she's heading to the island where Maui is, uh, and she ends up finding him. And Maui, of course, is just super charismatic right off the bat. He's telling here's he's, your genie song. Yeah, this yeah. is your. You know, <laughs> you should be saying thank you. 
for you know he's like yeah. I raised the I did I'm this. not gonna lie I found this movie a little dry until he showed up I'm right there with you like I, I was to him I was just like oh this is really gonna be a there's slog. there's a and lot of exposition given yeah, in that yeah. opening well, what 30 it's five, about 30 minutes 35 and, yeah. minutes and it's, but as soon as he hits the screen that's when it becomes the, the different class the yeah. thing that 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 kept me going was her performance and yep. and just the the, the visual beautiful the, the visuals kept me in it yeah there's that yeah. it's a little yeah, it's a little what's kind of intriguing and this is this is kind of ron and john's what they do i mean for example if you look at aladdin think about it you have a half hour of exposition before the genie shows up. Yeah, yeah. but and I feel like with Aladdin, like you had the songs and you had Abu and you had mm-hmm. the Aladdin himself who was doing his thing. Like it didn't seem getting to the genie didn't mm-hmm. seem as much of a slog as getting to Maui. But I will say I just I was in New York last week and the play I went took the kids to see a play on Broadway and we saw Aladdin. Nice. Fittingly enough. And boy, I really forgot how long until the genie comes yeah, in. He's, and yeah, he's not there for a while. And, the, and in the play, they really mm. they come up with kind of a framing device where yeah. you get a little bit of the genie at the beginning, and then it goes into the story. Because if you remember in the movie, he's like the, the storyteller like the... ends up being the genie, but yes, you don't right. find it out till the end. Well, they kind of spoilers. They kind of own that. Oh, it's been thirty years. I think <laughs> thirty years. Spoiler. But uh, but That's they kind of thirty. I wasn't four when that came out. <laughs> right. But they own it on the front end, right? And, and so you can see the genie at the beginning, and then yeah, and you 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 got a pretty good stretch yeah, before for he sure. really doesn't pop up until the closing number of Act One. Well, so uh, there you yeah, go. I guess that's probably true. It, yeah. It's it's a great it's a great song. You're welcome. And uh, do you think Lin Manuel Miranda had any part in writing that <laughs> I song? Think he, I no, think he right? may have been, been a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Uh, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like that's the most Lin Manuel Miranda song. Ever. <laughs> I think he may have been involved a little bit, maybe. It's great. Uh, yeah, so he gets the boat that Moana has been on, and he's going to take off. He just he's been on the island for like thousands of years. So she gets a she kind of gets again like she's got she's on her own, so she's not re- she doesn't rely on anybody else. She's to, such a great strong. Character, she's getting herself you know? out of all of these situations. Yeah. She gets back on the boat. Uh, with Maui, which I think is like this is where we kind of get the ocean. Well, she again. almost gets on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. She falls she, just a few feet. Right, which I thought was great. Like was. she doesn't make the you know she body you know uh, you think she's got to jump right on him and he yeah belly in the flops. Yeah. He's like all right, see you later. Yeah. So this is where we get more of the ocean, where the ocean is like constantly throwing her back on the yeah. boat. And if anyone can do it. It's the guys that made a character out of a carpet. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You're talking about, can someone make an inanimate object a character? Exactly. Boom. So Maui wants nothing to do with her. Like he wants nothing. He just wants to get where he's going and he wants nothing to do. We also learned that he doesn't have his hook because uh, he can't shape shift and some of his power is reliant upon the hook. Mm -hmm. So they come to this agreement where, you know, she kind of like teases Maui a little bit into becoming the hero. Yeah. She's like, look, man, everybody thinks that you're an asshole. Like, nobody they think you're the reason. She's like, if you help me do this, you will be a hero to all again. Mm-hmm. And so she's like playing on his yeah. ego, so to speak. So finally, he, he's like, alright, look, I'll help you. We gotta get my hook first. So they um, which I, what, another, like, that's an incredible scene. Oh, I love uh, that. With the big like, she, they go to this t- this um, mountain mm-hmm. and they jump in and this it's super psychedelic and yeah um all i could think about was dr strange at this point where i was yeah. just like oh i just saw this and that's jermaine clement yeah from of the that's what i thought I was that like, was, was yeah like, for sure as soon as he opens his mouth i'm like, like oh jermaine. yeah <laughs> so he does and he does a great like it turns out that maui's hook is on the back of this crab so um you know maui says look you distract him 
I will, you know, ask him about himself. He'll, you know, keep going on and on about himself. Yeah. The scene I liked is where she's got, like, he's got her, he's got Moana, and she's like, he goes, you just need to focus on one of my eyes, because you keep looking at both, and I don't know where to look, and you're <laughs> freaking me out. So he goes into this, another big song about, you know, about himself and... Being shiny. Shining, being shiny, yeah. which I thought was great. <laughs> uh, and it turned, you know, he figures out that Mo, that Maui is there, and I'm trying to think how they knock the lights out. And then, like he he's wary. He's got like uh, she pretends to give him the heart. Yeah, but why does the light? Why do the lights go out to begin? Because his face, like he's got all that paint on his face. Oh, and oh like, just, either way, it's like it, it's, it's another cool little thing. Yeah, but yeah. she takes like translucent ink and makes this little rock. She's like, "I'll give you this if you give Maui back the thing." And he's like, "Okay," and he takes it. And he was like, "Oh." I see what she did. She painted. He she painted a pebble with green green ink. <laughs> whatever. whatever. Yeah. Just like his his like. Oh, dang it! She I got yeah. I got tricked. Yeah, that character. I think I think having Jermaine do that, that character was perfect because that's his sense of humor. You know, that kind of a yes. dry, right? Yeah. You know, New Zealander sense of humor. But like just the way he delivers those lines and talks, I feel like he must have had some kind of input. Or if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows. I cannot oh recommend that enough. That yeah. was fantastic. Uh, so they get out. Uh, they get the the hook and they take off, and now they're headed towards the island. Um, and they've they've now they've developed this friendship um, where it's not it's not based on romance or anything. It's just like they have a, a legit friendship. Yeah, I was a little other. worried that they were going to try and go there. I was yeah. like, oh, don't that's do that. not like you're, yeah. you're over like thousands of years right. old and she's yeah. fourteen. This ain't Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was a sweet relationship. Yeah, like, it, was, yeah. it evolves yeah. into something yeah. really nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, so oh, yeah, they fight the coconuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. Where the they're fighting the little coconuts. Coconut tribe. Got a, got a blow oh, arm. they're kind of cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mad Max. Yeah, totally yeah. Mad oh Max. My yeah. gosh. No, that, that's, they can have flat out. That's the tribute to Fury Road. Yeah. There. yeah. Where they're, oh. they're bouncing off the drum. Oh, I thought oh, it was great. just hilarious. I love it when they don't have the frowny faces yet and they and look they cute. Them. She's like, oh, that's cute. And they really quick screw them on their face <laughs> and there's just like 10,000 of them yeah. with angry faces. Oh, my I did gosh. like that. That was a very, that's a very good looking scene, too. Oh, like the my boats and you visually they have there's got, a lot of moving parts on those things if yeah. you watch it where yeah. it's just like oh yeah <laughs> disney has really their, stepped it up their just, one boat is becoming three boats yeah i'm so impressed by their their visual stuff and, and how they've caught up and i think surpassed pixar and they're both great don't get me wrong but i'm man. honestly surprised we haven't seen an animated superhero flick yet like Aside that's from the Incredibles. No, no, no. I mean, like a Marvel property. Oh, well, from Disney well, animation. Technically, isn't that Big, Big Hero, Hero Six? Six? Yeah, that's a hu- it's uh, okay. on the fringe. That but is a it huge is. stretch, but it is. But it, is. Marvel, it, is a, yeah. it is a Marvel property. But I mean, like you, the characters aren't the same though. No, but totally I think, different. I think we oh, talked yeah. about that though. Is yeah. like, eh, like, I think you could do. I don't know. There are characters yeah. that you can t- you can yeah. do that with. They're, I'm just surprised that that hasn't that isn't, that isn't a subject that has even been talked about. Well, or the thing is, that. like, if they do something like Squirrel Girl, I guess Squirrel Girl. Girl. Limit, Squirrel. I, you know what? I think Squirrel Girl works as like a f- ten minute short. But if they do that, then they limit her availability to the the Marvel universe, and they don't want to do that. I would do that because yeah, that character's dumb. That's there are you know there are the. In fact, that was the intriguing thing about when they made the acquisition in 2009 of Marvel. I mean, that was one of the very first things they asked is like, you know, could we do an animated feature? And and Don Hall was actually the one who remembered the big Hero 6 books. And the nice thing was they were they were in the Marvel Universe, but they were far enough out that they weren't going to, you know, touch on any of the, you know, the stuff they wanted for the films and. But that is kind of the space they are in now. It's just sort of like, is this a piece we're going to need five, ten years down the line? And if so, you can't have it. Yeah. I guess I was thinking, you know? like, you could do an ultimate 
quote unquote ultimate line. Yeah. Where it, mm-hmm. it is like you could do a Spider Man movie that is kind of more kid friendly, mm-hmm. you know, like but it, out of continuity, but out from of the continuity movies. from the movies, right. um, which is kind of what they did with the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. But uh, based on Moana, they don't need to. Do they that don't have right to do now. that. No, no, they don't have to do it at all. Um, mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they're on their way, and then because they have taken this heart. There is like this big lava creature that is now blocking the path to get to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, back home, I mean, the more and things more are crops getting worse. are dying. Yeah, things are they, dying. Yeah. And Moana is now having nightmares about uh, the darkness overtaking the entire island. Yeah. So she realizes we got we to gotta pick this up. They get to where they need to be. And Moana has become not headstrong, but she is like, I, we, have, we have to go. Like, we've got to get this moving. And Maui is like, no, we got to back off. And she kind of puts Maui in a situation where he, his hook is cracked and, you know, he gets super pissed because now he, you know, she didn't listen. And now because she didn't listen, you know, he's lost his power. He's lost some, well, his powers are broken at least like they don't, he doesn't know what has happened, you know? So he, he pimps away and he was just like, you're on, like, I I told you not to do that. And he did it anyway. So I'm out and he leaves. So she kind of has, um, a crisis of faith where, you know, she, says i didn't want to do this you made me do this take this to give it to you know talking to the ocean take this heart and give it to somebody else i don't i don't want this so the the ocean's like okie dokie and like plucks it away and you know goes back underwater this is where we get a really cool looking scene and just like so the way they're doing this is you don't see anything everything is pretty much in black like a black screen except for her boat so and and stars so you don't really have any idea of where things are and then all of a sudden under the water comes like a polynesian style uh stingray which was the tattoo on the back of the grandmother and she says when she dies she wants Wants to to come come back back as a a stingray so the ghost of her grandmother shows up and we get the song which is which is a great song like that opening song it's the grandma song yeah well yeah well yeah it comes is it the grandma song it's her song in the beginning where she talks you know and then it's and then uh, moana's song right we get that reprised Mm -hmm. as moana's and so she decides to go, you know, so she's just going to she's going to take the fight to the thing on her own. She doesn't need anybody else to help her. Uh, and then just uh, this the lava monster, I thought, looked incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like that was some that I mean, this is going to win best animated feature. Like I don't know how I can't visually. I think the story is really good. I don't know if anything is even going to touch this. They're really pushing sing. That's what I, that's I'm what saying I Wednesday, but they're okay. really that's they the really one. think they got something there. And I saw a trailer for that, and that looks fine, but I don't see yeah. anything as far as, like... It looks fun. It looks a lot of fun. I think Sing will be good, but visually, there's no way it can touch this. No. I don't know how... Unless you look at something like Kubo and the Two Strings, which, you know, was stop, the, like, the stop motion behind yeah, it. You know, sure. it's just, it's, you know, the Academy's weird. They yeah. are yeah. weird. That's Very true. true. They are weird people. Yeah. So she fights, you know, she's in, she gets herself behind the eight ball, where she, and then all of a sudden, uh, Maui shows back up and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of fights off... Uh, the lava monster she maui gets not maui moana gets into the island and realizes the goddess is gone and then she turns around and we realize that the lava monster is actually the goddess that she's been looking for the entire time that mm-hmm. because she lost the heart that she has kind of turned evil another great scene where she tells the ocean look just let him, let her come to me mm-hmm. and the ocean kind of like parts you know parts a path she does her song, um, and then she places the heart back into... Yeah, I mean, that, that lava... Taka, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But, uh, what, you know, I mean... Takakan? Yes. Yeah, Don't, no. 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 
she i mean the way uh she starts uh, just like hurling towards her and you know then it's sort of like sure it's, I mean, it's I, almost zombie-ish yeah kind of i was like whoa good luck <laughs> well i also like again like toy story 3 i was like hmm yeah they, they weren't going to go there but i mean it's, it's well, pretty I they, they were going to kill one of them is what i thought it's pretty <laughs> effective the way like i mean she just i mean I, the way that thing just starts like and clawing and, yeah and right right and as it gets closer and closer the, the sort of like humanistic attributes yes yeah. more yeah exactly because you know? at first you're like oh yeah i guess that is the it could uh, be her i guess yeah um but as she's getting closer like the lava is starting to go away like mm-hmm. it's starting to mm-hmm. to harden and then she puts the heart uh, back into her chest and then all of a sudden like the lava breaks apart another, another visually breathtaking oh yeah well, like it, it you know like the grass and everything starts coming through and you yeah. know um she's reignited like she's reignited back into that goddess again um and then she becomes she lays the that, she lays back so down cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we go back and maui it's kind of like, no, man, like you're on your own. Like you did this up by yourself. I really just kind of helped. The goddess gives him the hook back. Yeah. She remakes fixed. it. Like yeah. he, he, break, he ends up breaking. After he hook. apologizes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was great. And he was like, hey, uh, really sorry about that. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. And then he kind of go like he's becomes she he gets a new tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do. I forgot we should mention that he, his backstory is like his mom was like, I don't like you. Whoop. And throws yeah. him in the water, and then the gods kind of take him on. And then tattoos just appear when he as does he does something as he does things. Yeah, yeah the yeah. tattoos were another great character out of something. Yeah, kinda, that reminded me a lot of Hercules. Yeah, like yeah. the the when the <clears throat> the, well, muse. the, the muses would yeah. sing. They they do the Hercules stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me a lot. I have a lot of humor out of that character on his chest. That the little Maui character, yeah. Yeah. mini Maui. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's she goes back and everything. You know, her home island is okay she talks mm-hmm. her folks into being um pioneers or Way, wayfinders wayfinders again yeah. to find more land and stuff and i just thought yeah that was another touching line when he she asked maui to go with her you know we need a wayfinder and he's like, like we already have one, one. you yeah. got one yeah uh yeah i just thought i thought it was the fact that my five-year-old the, the two five-year-olds that were there with me were just enthralled the entire time yeah um i know we saw trolls Two weeks ago, and she it's like she enjoyed it, but it was one of those things where she was just like she'd lose interest. This time, there was no losing interest at all. She was in the entire time. Another great female character for little girls Huge, to look up to, and I think this I think this is probably one of the more dominant female characters. Where it's just like there, it's just her. Yeah, you know, one like, of the realest female characters. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. As much as uh, I think Anna and Elsa, I don't want to say Jim. Would you agree well, or disagree that older. Anna and Elsa kind of overtook? most of the princesses at that point when those two debuted like did they kind of like become well, number one and number two in in the uh, eye in the eyes of the fans i guess not so much disney but the eyes of the fans oh realistically i mean you got to understand with anna and elsa you've got you know two of them sure right so sure. you know it's, of course they you know that they, they kind of double team whoever else is out there <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's unfair more, easy <laughs> I think the thing that's important to, to recognize about Moana is when you think about it, a third of this movie is either a character alone out at sea with a rooster, or it's the scene between Maui and Moana on a platform that's really six feet by eight feet long. Right. And, and they're out the middle of the ocean. And you think about it, you know, when you talk about, you know, Frozen, you know, you, you, you can send... You know, Elsa up a mountainside and she can conjure up a castle or, you know, they can you can have Anna and Kristoff be chased by, you know, a snow monster off a cliff. 
but a lot of this movie is just on that six by eight platform. And the fact that the character work is strong enough and subtle enough, you know, I mean, the very scene you talk about where, where Maui sort of reveals his backstory and, you know, that, that, you know, his mom thought he was ugly and tossed him into the ocean. And, right. You know, that's all done with little or no movement. I get half of that yeah, scene is all, with his back to, to oh, Moana. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's all in dialogue. There's, there's nothing else to that. Yeah, I mean, there's some genuinely masterful storytelling as well as animation here. And but you know, headed into awards, and you're right, this is a tough year. I mean, the very, I mean, if you think about it, Disney's in this weird space where they have Zootopia, which is made over a billion dollars, yeah, and Moana. Uh, Illumination Entertainment has you know, Secret Life of Pets and Sing. You know, and when you're a studio. You know, you, you have to sort of figure out, well, you know, we're going to push one of these harder than the other, but right. we can't tell the the team from the other movie we're not going to really get <laughs> yeah. behind it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, an embarrassment it gets a little of strange. Yeah, moment, it really right? is. It really yeah. is. So, yeah, that's that's where we end up. Um, I think this, like I said, I think this was fantastic. Um, if you haven't seen it, I, I can't, this is, even you have kids, I think yeah. it's going to be a, a huge hit. Yeah. Lots of Maui. And Moana mm-hmm. stuff. Good songs. Yeah. Just, Good songs, too. Yeah. Just in sure. time for that uh, remodel of the Polynesian Resort <laughs> at that, Disney World. Isn't that weird? Yeah. How yeah. that happened? <laughs> yeah. Vacation club members of joy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGrady67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And uh, Jim, you told us you would know what your Twitter handle is by this time. Is well, to true? be honest, if people are looking for me, they could probably find me at the Apple store, you know, just trying to figure out why this thing cut out twice during the podcast. <laughs> just tweet at Apple and say, you know, tell them there what to go. pass on you know, to Jim. Jim? Yeah. Yeah. He's talking to the Apple genius because he thinks Jim's a moron. So, you know, it's like. Cool. And so where so go ahead and tell people where they can find your, your stuff again. Just. No. Oh, uh, OK. Jim Hill Media, Huffington Post. Eh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple of those little <laughs> things. Just there. little things like uh, the Huffington Post. Maybe at no, Disney I'm World. Sorry, you know, just, you know. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. No, we you know, appreciate they, you taking time. They lowered out to- their standards for about five minutes. I got in. You know, they keep you know, sweeping the office. I'm still under a desk. So we just appreciate you, know. you taking time out to go slumming with us. So. Uh, um, and, uh, please enjoy, guys. Well, thank Thanks. you. And so you can uh, find the show on Twitter at Real Spoilers, our website, realspoilers.com, or dirtypiratehookers.com yeah. that That's works us. too and you can uh, find me at the Microsoft store right <laughs> oh there's gonna be fisticuffs uh, also uh, don't forget we have a Facebook page facebook.com slash real spoilers you can go there and join the link of show, show sharers we greatly appreciate it and it helps us tremendously so uh, thanks for tuning in and until next time Chad rejects the family business in order to be a tour guide okay name the Disney movie there was mermaid Minnie met her down in Madagascar she would kiss me Anytime that I would ask her. Riff raff, street rat, I don't buy that. If only they look. When I dream on my own, I'm alone, but I ain't lonely. For a dreamer night's the only time I've. I'm never gonna catch my breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. Boy, was I a fool in school for cutting gym. This guy's got him scared to death. Hope he doesn't see right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. Be a man. 
The newt play the flute, the cop play the harp, the blaze play the bass, and they sound the sharp. The bass play the brass, the chop play the top, the fluke is the duke of soul. Yeah. No one fights like Gaston, douses lights like Gaston. In a wrestling match, nobody bites like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, he's intimidating. Oh my god, that is the rock. Gaston. <laughs> You are deformed, I am deformed, and you are ugly, and I am ugly. It's I alone who you can trust in this whole city. I am your only friend, you are my one defender. Oh, we are the daughters of Triton, great father who loved us and named us well. Adela, Aquata, Olestra, Idina, Menzella, I don't know their names. Morning in Paris, the city awakes to the bells of Notre Dame. The fisherman fishes, the bakerman bakes, Marie, the baguettes, hurry up! Crossover. Sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks, but these two gum shoes are picking up the slack. There's no case too big, no case too small. If you need help, just call Chichichichipan. Or away, away. We set a course to find a brand new island everywhere we roam. Away. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Away, we keep our island in our mind. And when it's time to find home, we know the way.